0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your host, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Well, thank you, Wade. We are... Back live on California School News Radio, the voice of education in California. Welcome to the program. I am Kevin Osmus, along with Drew Schlossberg. Are you here with me, Drew? I am here. Okay. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you loud and clear.
0: Okay. Good. And uh, and thank you to Jamal Corner, my friend and colleague here from VMA. Communications uh, for the uh, for for doing a great job under the duress of a few technical malfunctions that we experienced in the first half of this program, uh, but now we are back. And when you talk to educators, one term that comes up continually is college and career readiness, and how important it is to ensure that all students have access to support and resources that will enable them to achieve this readiness. Now, it seems like an obvious. Thing, but really it's, it's 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 a relatively new concept historically, and it's not just for the big kids either. Uh, one educator who's been at the forefront of ensuring elementary school students are receiving this very type of guidance is Fontana Unified School Counselor Julie Bello. Welcome to California School News Radio, Julie. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, thank you. I'm so excited to be on with you.
0: Oh, and well, we're excited to have you. Uh... Julie, you were recently recognized as a 2018 Educator of the Year by Assemblyman Freddie Rodriguez of the 57, 52nd District, excuse me, and you attended a ceremony last Thursday along with uh, several other honorees. How does that feel?
2: I have to tell you, I was 100% honored and absolutely humbled to be recognized. I didn't imagine that it was going to happen, so it was quite a surprise. I have to tell you that. Um, Honestly, it was heartfelt, and um, I'm so glad that I was recognized because I get to give a voice to counselors all across California and across the nation who support students every day alongside with teachers, so I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, and counselors, sometimes they're the forgotten link in the chain of education, but with the work that the counselors do, you and 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 the others uh, is so vitally important. And we're just gonna get into some of the work that you've been doing. You've been uh, with the district for more than 20 years. Uh, You're currently uh, uh, work at both Shadow Hills and Canyon Crest Elementary Schools. And please let us know a little bit about how you prepare the kids.
2: Well, one of the things that I absolutely do, I was a former teacher, and so um, being a teacher, I know how important those 21st century skills are. And so looking at it from the perspective of getting our students ready for the future, as a counselor, I am in the perfect position to go into classrooms and provide um, core curriculum lessons that target those 21st century skills. And so um, as I'm working with students, I decided one day that I wanted to take some STEM-related activities into the classroom, and I brought my little mini robots with me. They're called Ozobots, and I talked <laughs> to the students about what the future is going to be like when they're um, in the world of work and what they need to do. and Oh, my goodness, you wouldn't believe the excitement that our students um, had once they saw that I had these little robots, and um, it took off from there. I mean, honestly, talking to the students about the careers, the potential of careers in the future, and what they need to do to get ready was amazing, and I taught the kids how to code, and all of a sudden, doors opened up for students. Um, They saw opportunity, and they became eager to um, learn.
1: Julia, this is Drew Schlossberg in uh, San Diego. Uh, I want to applaud your uh, efforts uh, in this. Uh, We've been fortunate enough uh, to work with some uh, pretty uh, strong and creative and innovative groups in the space of college and career, and we all know that the jobs that those kindergartners will, uh, when they come into the classroom in the fall of 2018, will be very different when they graduate in 12 years, uh, to say the least, and in some way... uh, AI will take about a good thirty forty percent of those. How do you prepare the the kids for that type of a change?
2: So one of the things that I'm looking at is I want to give them those those three those three core items. I want to give them learning skills, which cover critical thinking, creative thinking, collaboration, and communication. But I also want to give them the literacy skills. So talking about information literacy, media literacy, technology literacy, and then life skills, being flexible, taking initiative, having social skills, being productive, taking on leadership skills. Those are all skills that they need to have. And so as I'm working with students, I'm making sure that I'm embedding all of those all of those specific areas, those three areas within my lessons, and um, believe it or not, it's kind of taken off. I've now have many groups of leadership students who are full of potential, who are now teaching lessons with me, and so they're they're kind of they're kind of taking on the leadership role of being the teacher and, and guiding students through, through these three really important life skills and um, I'm really excited about it.
1: Well you know and I think uh, to your point on that and uh, you listed a whole bunch of great skills and I know which is in there also is collaboration. We know in the yes. 21st century working in silos will get you uh, one way and that's probably on the unemployment line for God's sake but right. um, and I know that is, is so critical in, in that aspect of it and And good for you for for doing that. How much uh, industry uh, gets to come in and uh, support what you're doing?
2: Well, right now I actually have um, a community partner that I've been partnering with, which is um, Engineering for Kids. And so um, they've been working with us, and they're, they're into robotics. They're into creating future engineers. And so having them as part of our school culture, it's really helping the students see that the technology, the information-based economy is coming forward. And so while students are working with them alongside with me, we're looking at how we can communicate better and collaborate effectively. So gone are the days where you say that you can actually um, work with someone. You really have to be able to effectively collaborate, to take turns, to get along with others, to work hard, to be professional, right? And I even say that for our little kids, our kindergarten students, you have to be efficient, you have to be prompt, you have to be honest, and you have to be fair. And so um, being able to partner with them and then, of course, partner with our teachers in the classroom, Um, the activities that I do, the lessons I provide, then they piggyback on those as well. And so it's been a really great partnership.
1: And and I think our elected officials could learn a lot from your kindergarten students, (laughs) to be honest with you. Uh, Kevin, I know you have some more questions for Julie. Well, I, I'm.
0: You're talking about the leadership teams, and and we're not talking about like you know. We, last week we had the speech and debate kids from from high school, and you know they're on the leadership team. But you have students as as young as uh, six or seven years old that are now helping you teach classes, and now right. d- d- explain how that happens. Well, I, I you can't know, imagine that. I,
2: you know what? It all started out with um, having students really see the power of. Of working on these 21st century skills. And I had a student come up to me and said, You know, one day I want to be able to go into classrooms and I want to be able to teach these same skills that you're teaching right now. And I said, you know what? Let's do that. So, I collected a group of interest, interested students and um, we did some back work. Uh, we did some training. I trained them on brain development because it's first and foremost important that we learn how we learn. And um, so, I taught the students all about their prefrontal cortex and how that helps us think. And we learned about our hippocampus, which stores all our information that we've ever learned. And then we learned about our amygdala, how it controls all of our feelings and emotions. And then I taught them strategies that they're going to be able to teach other students about when you become frustrated, because learning new information can be frustrating, um, what you can do to cope. And so we did that, and then next thing you know, we're inside classrooms and we're teaching coding lessons, we're teaching um, how to collaborate, we're doing programming. It just became so amazing. My youngest student is a first grader. She is absolutely amazing. She was very shy when she first started, and now she has just blossomed, and she's able to take on a whole lesson by herself. It's absolutely amazing.
0: And I imagine this just really speaks to the... the ability of kids to create on their own, and you know when you're a kid you 've just got all these ideas it 's like just dancing around in your head, and sometimes you just don 't have a way to release them right. uh, so how is it working out from from the the creation standpoint? What are these kids coming up with
2: so one of the one of the neat things is before we actually do a lesson, we sit and we meet and we talk about what does our school need? what do our students need and it 's almost like doing a survey. Um, what do you feel like the current, our current population, your peers, need to learn to be successful? And so we brainstorm together a list, and then we plan the lessons together, which is really interesting. I take in um, my little rock brain, which is basically a made-up uh, character from social learning, and um, they talk to the students about how we have two mindsets, we have a growth mindset, and then, of course, we have a fixed mindset like rock brain. And so as we're going in and doing these lessons, they're also remembering, wait, I have to have that, that growth mindset as well. I have to take on challenges. I have to persevere. I have to plan. And so we're planning out these lessons step by step each way and then we present the lessons to one group and that would be our practice group it's usually a safe group and um, after we do that one lesson with that safe group we go back and I give them feedback we sit there and we debrief they learn about new strategies that they can use inside the classroom and that's kind of all, all works. it works okay. on feedback
0: well, listen, Julie, uh, we're just going to take a short break. We're on California School News Radio with uh, Fontana Unified School District Counselor and Educator of the Year for 2018, Julie Bello, And Drew and I will be back right after these messages. Faces.
1: Do you
3: want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, And rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well.
2: Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain, don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is
3: your life, live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years so we understand how important the Internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D-communications.com
0: Talk, talk to me WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Welcome back, Drew, and welcome back to Julie Bello. She's a counselor for the Fontana Unified School District, and she has been telling us about many of the innovations she's brought into uh, her classrooms and teaching with the, the very youngest, uh, teaching how technology uh, can help prepare them for college and career. Welcome back, Julie. Julie.
2: Yes, can you hear me?
0: Okay. Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> it's That's been hard. one of those days.
1: Hey, hey, hey Julie, There's got a of- question? I got a question for you. Um, as you work with uh, the students, uh, do you ask them what they're interested in? Do they do an interest survey? Hey, here are the things I like to do. And of course, we don't expect them to know the two zillion jobs that are out there. But uh, you know, if they you can say, hey, I like to do this, like to work with my hands, or I like to do X, Y, and Z. And then you can line it up. Well, here's some jobs that fit that uh, type of liking to your skill sets and so forth. Do you ever do something like that?
2: Absolutely. So we, um, we are fortunate enough to, um, well, I would say we are fortunate enough at Canyon Crest and Shadow Hills to have those kind of opportunities. Um, over at Canyon Crest, the PTO actually purchased the software Um, jobs in Pawland where the students are able to go online and complete an interest survey um, for their jobs. And so using that particular program, students can then put in their interest and it gives them subdivisions of uh, fields that they would or career pathways that they would be interested in. And so it really narrows down the interest point. And then from that point on, the student can really look at what are my skill sets, what what am I interested in now, and what will I potentially be interested in in the future, and then kids are always welcome in my office to do some research on the computer to see what are the qualifications to, you know, maybe get into that computer field. Right now, I will tell you that the biggest uh, interest or greatest interest for my students has to do with the gaming world, and it has to do with game design, um, programming games, and so we've done a lot of research on on what that actual job requires and we've also talked about you know if these are your if these are your interests then we need to look deep, deep into what that's going to require you to do. It's not, I always tell my kids, it's not just the one plan. We always have to have a backup plan because maybe that's not (laughs) going to work out for you in the future. But never want to shy or push them away from what they're interested in. I just always tell them that you have to be prepared for everything.
1: Well, that's so spot on. I mean, heaven forbid we actually uh, uh, ask kids what they want to do and then focus on that aspect. And we all know uh, I was uh, fortunate Enough to work for the San Diego Unified School District for 11 mm-hmm. years, and we all know when kids are motivated uh, to do something, uh, their readability goes off the charts and writing right. and all this business. I mean, that's not an earth-shaking statement. That's probably been there since people were walking upright, for God's sake. But right. you know, I think uh, that's so it's so spot on, and I think you're you're right on on this. You know, the skill sets, and uh, it's funny. One of my colleagues' uh, uh, son-in-laws is a, a gamer with a huge gaming company. They just had a huge release that's been all over the place wow. and oh well, yeah off the charts i can't think of the name of it right now but if i mentioned it you'd go you kidding me that person works there um <laughs> it, uh, it, it is something but that said uh, what you're describing is just so uh, beautifully right on those skill sets whether they want to stay in gaming or they want to move into cyber or they want to move into god knows what else uh right. they all translate and they all transfer just beautifully
2: right right and that's one thing that i always tell i always tell my students um you know, you have an interest today. We need to look at the skills that it requires, and that's something that you can definitely grow into. But more so, let's look at the real world right now. Let's look at where we're at right now. Let's look at the issues that are going on and how can we help today. Because I always want to take them back to we're preparing for the future, but we also need to have short-term goals as well to get us there. And so um, sometimes, sometimes when the kids come into my office and we're planning for lessons, sometimes we're looking at some deep issues. Um, for example, you know, what's college going to cost in the future? Is it going to be available, readily available for everyone? What is it going to take for you to get there? What do your grades have to look like? And, yeah, we're talking about that in elementary school because it's so important to start out those skills young, We can't wait till high school to say your grades have to be great. We have to start now.
1: Now, Without question, we're chatting with Julie Bellow. She is a uh, counselor at Fontana Unified School District and nominated uh, as an Educator of the Year. Kevin?
0: Uh, Actually, I received Educator of the Year, 2018 Educator
1: of the Year. Yes, thank you very much. And
0: and I'm still intrigued by the mini robots. You know, we we didn't get to... Robots when in in school, and you're not just playing with them; you're using them for educational purposes. So, uh, how does that work again? What? How many mini robots do you have? Do they have names? Uh, <laughs> tell us a little about uh, the the world of mini robots, please. Well,
2: it's it's thank you. I mean, I have many. So, I was fortunate enough to um, to again to work at two really fabulous schools. And so there's a set of 31 over at Canyon Crest. Along uh, Those are called Ozobots. And then we have Lego We Do, which is a robotic system over there, too. We have about 30 sets of those. Over here at Shadow Hills, I have 24 sets of Ozobots, which are a little bit more advanced than the ones over at Canyon Crest. And then I love them so much that I bought 34 on my own. And um, I wanted to make sure that I had tons of them so that when my students are doing their workshops, um, yes, my little students um, are planning workshops for other students during lunch. Um, during lunch recess, students can come in and students are able to program these robots to do special tricks. And they're able to um, program them online using a program called Ozoblockly, which um, prepares them obviously for using future coding devices, which is amazing. But they can also code them unplugged using just basic markers and paper, along with a coding sheet, which gives them programs that they can write in just with a marker. Um, the fascinating thing about these robots, and I have to tell you, they have names. Every single one of them has names. We have Jagger, Jasmine, Jasper, Jadar, Jazar. They're, they all have names, every single one of them, because they're Do they really, all start really with the
0: letter J? They they, I'm, I'm sorry, do they, have, they all start with the letter J?
2: You know what? They all do for Julie because I wanted them to um, match my J. So every one of them does have the letter J to start out. And um, it also helps when you're going online and you're programming them because you need to know what robot is assigned to you at that time as a student because you're putting in that block coding, and you want to make sure that you're programming the correct robot at the time. Um, Once they go up, once they light up, once they're programmed, they can do all sorts of tricks, uh, which is amazing. But not only that, um, the other cool thing about it is I use it with some of the students that are absolutely um, our students in need. Let's say that a student is just um, having some anxiety or a student is um, having an issue with um, defiance or something. Um, and the student doesn't want to speak or the student doesn't feel comfortable, I pull out those little robots, and all of a sudden we have a changed student who's ready to engage with me. And so giving them those robots, and that's why I love them so much, is giving them these robots, they just it just opens up their world. It opens up... Um, opens up their eyes to the potential, right? Because every student has potential, no matter what issue they're going through at the time. Everyone has potential, and these robots help me tap into that potential.
0: Well, we have just about 30 seconds left, so before we go, I'd like to thank you for coming on the program, coming on California School News Radio today, Julie. Uh, thank you very much. And, and uh, uh, it sounded a little Blade Runner here, to be honest, but uh, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. And... Um, So and and maybe just before we go, uh, let's uh, detail the support that you're getting from uh, the administration from from the school district that helps bring all this together.
2: You know, my both my principals are absolutely amazing. They're fabulous people, and um, if I come in with a proposal, um, they're willing to run with it and so for me that's amazing that I have two administrators that are willing to see my vision and help me carry it out
0: well we'll have to leave it at that thank you so much Julie thank you so much Drew thank you Wade Taylor and Jamal Corner and Valerie Martinez that's that for another edition of California School News Radio we will be back next week on WSRadio.com
3: One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS radio shows are
0: worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest
3: potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know
0: to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit LearnItIoT.com.